Welcome to Bloody Good Horror. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another exciting episode of Bloody Good Horror. My name's Eric, and I'll be your host for this evening, where we will be reviewing Slacks with two X's. Slacks is the name of this movie. It is a uh, Canadian horror film on Shudder. So that's all that information. Joining me tonight, first up, from Maryland, Maryland, please welcome John Schnars to the show. Hello, Eric. Hello, John. What is the name of the town you're in, John? Like, you can give that away, right? Whatever. Well, I, I can, like, see Annapolis. I mean, Edgewater is the... Uh, where you would mail something to me if you would like to, which, you know, I welcome. Yeah. Love it. Uh, from Richmond, Virginia, please welcome Caitlin back to the show. Hello. Caitlin with internet. I like it. I don't want to jinx it. I probably shouldn't say anything too loud. Yeah, yeah. come on, I was man. Like, I'm just right out of the gate. From Chicago, Illinois, I'm really enjoying this uh, Night of the Creeps slash Dad Sweater combination. Please welcome Joe to the show. What's up, Sevens? A 10 is talking. <laughs> <laughs> and finally tonight, he's recovered from his uh, bender last week from Indiana. Please welcome Casey back to the show. That bender was two weeks ago. Even I was remember really? that. Wow. I assume you are still recovering. Maybe it was. Maybe <laughs> it was because of the. We got a uh, um, message on Twitter about somebody that was laughing so hard they almost crashed their car, and they, yeah, they wanted yeah. more. So there you go. <laughs> You're a fan favorite. Oh, good. Um, John, this movie was very illustrative for me. So, like, if you noticed uh, the guy working at the counter in the beginning, real obnoxious face. He had like a mm. top knot kind of thing, and it's literally exactly the hairstyle I want you to have. Uh, <laughs> so you should roll. You should roll I back. Definitely do that. I, I don't you should roll back the footage so you can indulge me. I thought you were talking about Brett Donahue, who plays kind of the the manager. Mm. No, no. Also obnoxious, fairly punchable, I would say. Yeah. Mm. Oh, oh no, this movie. This movie excelled at casting punchable people all around. Yeah, yeah. it was real good. He was, uh, well, yeah, we can get to it. Go ahead. We're here to talk about uh, slacks tonight, but before we do that, Joe, please tell us what we are drinking. Beer guts. Ah, the guts of beer. Uh, and yeah, this movie about a, uh, a killer pair of pantalones. Um, I believe they call them south of the border. Or pantaloons, they would call them in French Canadian. French Canada? Canada. Um, mm-hmm. And in honor of pants and juice and all things that go on inside those those denim drawers, I picked a beer from the good folks at Maplewood Brewing. Uh, that's right here in Chicago, Illinois, John, if you ever want to visit. And the name of this beer is Juice Pants. Oh. Uh, 
which is uh, something I assume you're familiar with, John, maybe the rest of the group, um, you know, depending on how the jalapenos uh, get sliced. Juice Pants, uh, Juice Pants a um, hazy IPA or New England IPA, they might classify it as. I have done uh, a, a lot of these, but they call it Juice Pants because a, a lot of people consider the hazy IPAs to be a bit on the juicy side. Um, has a lot of sort of citrus, but little bit of a tropical fruit notes uh, and a little bit of, you know, it's like drinking a, uh, a glass of mango juice or something tropical when you're down south of the border. Um, delicious beers. A lot of, I, I think a lot of the beer snobs kind of look down on these as like a, a trend or a fad, um, you know, kind of like the barrel age stuff uh, years ago, but I don't know. I think they're delicious and I, I think they, you know, are, are a nice addition to the, the beer community. Uh, and this one, one of my favorites, we've actually, I'm lucky enough to, when I am working in an office, my office has a couple taps, uh, and they've had this one many a times, um, and I've missed many a trains because of it. Uh, comes in at 7% alcohol, so, you know, if you got a, you got an open bar and this one flowing, you'll, uh, you'll miss some trains. Uh, so, maplewoodbrew.com is their website, uh, and everything they put out is great. I definitely recommend them. I don't think they distribute too far, but, um, you know, come visit. We'll, uh, we'll socially distant. We'll just look at each other. We'll, we'll, you know, get to know each other's inhibitions and, uh, we'll, we'll have a few of these beers. Let's, uh, Love it. let's do it. Love it. Sounds nice. terrifying. Okay. Thank you for that, Joe. Uh, let's take a quick break so that we can discuss slacks. John, I pretty much only heard one person in my whole life use the word slacks, and that is my mother. Hmm. So I kind of just always felt like they were just old lady pants. Like if you said slacks, that's what I pictured. (laughs) I, I would say I use slacks. You seem like the kind of guy that would. Well, it's like they're <laughs> pants that aren't jeans. That's like that's what's a little weird okay. here. I wear like, chinos. Are those slacks? Uh, yeah, I would. Yes, okay. I would yeah. call those like a fresh pair of khakis, slacks. John. Yeah, khakis. You look right. like the kind of guy that enjoys a good khaki. Uh, not, I don't know. I feel like all I a good look, have in the long pants department are jeans at this point, which mm. you know, it's fine. I was in a, a punk band in college called the Savage Khakis. Mm, yeah. <laughs> That's not true. Okay. <laughs> I can't no, tell. I, there was never a point where I was. <laughs> he says it so sincerely, and I still can't figure it out 14 <laughs> years later, well, however long it's been. Uh, John. Mm-hmm. It does bring up an interesting point, though, about words. Does it? <laughs> words come into fashion. Oh. They go out of fashion. <laughs> Did you Eric was so delighted. Oh, and you're here <laughs> to s- you're here to sort it all out for us, John. So please bring us the word of the day. I get a little nervous. John, you'll, you'll also translate this into French um, for our Canadian brethren. Yeah, I'm gonna well, I was a little nervous, Joe, because you, you stepped on my word a bit, uh, because the word today is pantaloon. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, pantaloon, P-A-N-T-A-L-O-O-N. So, a <laughs> couple definitions here. Um, women's baggy trousers gathered at the ankles. Mm. So, if you're using the word pantaloon, that is probably the most appropriate mm. 
Did Definition. you read that again, John, but slower and like in a softer <laughs> voice? <laughs> Historically, Joe, you might like this one too. Yeah. Men's close fitting breeches oh. fastened below the calf or at the foot. Mm. Yeah. Interesting. Not as much, but I, I no? can get it. All right, it. no, that's cool. I'm open minded, John. I can, <laughs> right. you know. Uh, and then the third, the, the third, the, the sort of other definition here, this one, uh, you know, trigger say, warning of a, a Venetian character in Italian commedia dell'arte <laughs> represented as a foolish old man wearing pantaloons. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, there you Interesting. Go. <laughs> uh, so Joe, the word pantaloon is from the Italian actually. How does that pronounce Pant- Joe? Pantalone. Um, uh, but it does uh, pass through the French. I'm excited, John, that after months of like directing the beer guts just specifically to you, maybe you're starting to take on the uh, the, the other way with the word. I'm here for you, guy. Uh, it's yeah. just a whole so lot of foreplay, all of it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. When we finally get back together, John. <laughs> Joe, Joe, Joe will bring the jalapenos. Don't you worry about that. <laughs> He's growing like, it in his backyard right now. Like Kong versus Godzilla, the porn version. <laughs> Which one's Kong? John's climaxing will sound like a Godzilla. <laughs> oh, oh boy! Good lord, this is off the rails already. Yeah, <laughs> John. Places. John, do we think this the double X and slacks? Is this a chromosome thing? It's, it feels very pointed. Like, why are there two X's and slacks? Uh, I didn't have that. Why meaning. do that? Why do that? Well, I just thought it was like they're stylish slack. Like, because so I can't remember. Do they they call them something? They have like an SS. Is their yeah. symbol? Yeah, super um, shapers weren't they? Super yeah, shapers. super shapers. Yeah, yeah, you're right. The okay. shape of the SS made me uncomfortable, John. Same. <laughs> I mean, I think that may have been intentional. Maybe know. there's, there's a then lot. Then it of worked stuff. if it was intentional. Yeah. Uh, tell me about slacks, John. Not the movie, not the pants my mom wore to church when I was a kid. <laughs> <laughs> so these chinos, uh, slacks comes to us from director Elza Kephart. Kephart. Uh, she had a couple other sort of feature-length things, but this is certainly the only thing I had heard of. Um, she is Canadian. Uh, she was also one of the writers here with uh, a woman named Patricia Gomez. Um, so Slacks is set almost entirely in a... Uh, not a, It's basically like an H&M. I don't know. I don't do a lot of shopping. It's more as like a gap. Oh, I've been... uh, uh, No, no, Schnars was on point. I think it's an an H&M. Well, so, I mean, they definitely referenced... I was also told, like, (laughs) maybe an American apparel kind of amalgam. Oh, yeah, yeah. So they referenced the fact there's, like, one point where there's a joke about how they're changing seasons, like... 60 yeah. times a year and that's like an H&M staple. Three seasons was a, a month ago. Whatever yeah, 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 yeah. Um, that's why I kind of keyed in there. But in any event, yeah, it's one of these sort of like, I don't even know what, fast fashion I think is what it's called. Um, where it's oh. like, you know, trendy, but they're like, they're always like trying to ride the, the front end of current fashion, whatever. In any event, um, the main character here is Libby. Libby is showing up for her fat first day of work. What is it? What's the name of the chain? It's called C Canadian it's like CCC CCC. Yeah. yeah. Canadian cotton, cotton clothier. Wow. Yeah. All right. 
Did you take notes? You took notes, didn't you? I always take she notes. Always I know, notes. I know. That's why she has the famous um, podcast journal. Yeah, come on, man. Uh, so Libby is showing up for if her this first was school, she'd be like, stop, I'm not going to give you my notes. Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, the, that's why I'm kicking to her. I um, thought you meant you had a podcast about Tori Amos, and that's where you kept your notes on it. <laughs> <laughs> we're getting there, Joe. Right. We're getting there. Libby... Uh, she's very excited. She's showing up. She's like super fan of the CCC. CCC is also run by one of these icon fashion guru ish type people. They have a lot of like slogans that are around and, and like, I don't know where we can get into it. Um, so the store is being managed by Craig. Craig is, um, he's, uh, he's like, um, who's the guy who played Job? Will Arnett is that Will Arnett? <laughs> He's sort of like yeah. a homeless man's joke. Um, oh. Poor man's joke. I don't know. Homeless Michael Canadian joke. Easy, Jeez, John. He's, but I actually really liked him. I mean, he's he's like an up and coming joke. He um, plays the part well. Yeah, I think Will Arnett is Canadian, actually. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Could be. This guy's following in his footsteps. Um, uh, there's a. I mean, there's a ton of other characters here, but the setup is effectively, and we see um, in the very there's like an opening sequence of the film where the cotton that is used to make these the jeans that they're selling and a lot of the clothes is being picked by um, folk. You know, this woman. It's a girl, a young girl in India, and they sort of like set up that the the origin of the clothing is gonna become sort of a part of the story. Um, so we fast forward, we're in this store. They're about to launch this super shaper line. It's like being managed super securely. There's a supply room with like a lock on it, yada, yada. In the first five minutes of the movie, the pants come to life and then immediately start murdering people. Um, we should mention the movie's only 75 minutes long or so. So it's very trim. Um, and the killing starts right away. Uh, it's literally, it's like the second scene. Um, and so we're following Libby through her first day. Uh, Craig, the store manager, he's very aspirational. He wants to be sort of the regional manager. Um, the, the head of the CCC Harold or Hal, I think they call him Hal. Um, he shows up, uh, or no, in any event, he's there. I mean, like, there's just like a bunch of shit going on. There's a, um, Instagram sort of, or YouTube, like fashion person an influencer, mm. yes, thank you, uh, is is coming to the store to like do a secret taping. So there's like all this activity around this big launch, and then these p- these pants are just straight up murdering people. And this isn't like a euphemism; these are pants that move around. Mm-hmm. Um, they sort of very creatively use all of the parts of the pant to commit the murders. Um, That's a good way to put it. Yeah. So, I mean, that's the setup. There's a lot of killing. It all kind of comes together very quickly. Um, and Libby is sort of forced to, uh, you know, figure out what's going on here. I love it. Joe, what do you think? Um, I, I enjoyed this, uh, a good amount. I mean, like John said, it, it comes in, I think it's like 77 minutes. So, I mean, you got 77 minutes of pants running around killing people. You, you can't really go wrong there um so i mean that being said it does uh, the first half hour maybe 45 minutes do get a little bit repetitive um but it's you know it, it stays entertaining enough i'll say there's definitely a message here although i i was a little 
I felt like it jumped around a little bit on on what that message was, uh, and I'm kind of curious on like what everybody else thought the you know like takeaway was. Um, but overall, I mean, the the wife watched this with me also, and we both had a really good time. I, I liked the ending. I, I won't give it away, but you know, I thought it played out exactly the way it should. So you know, overall, I was a fan. Kaylin. Yeah, I liked this. <clears throat> um, at first, I thought that it could have been even a little bit shorter and made into like an X-Files episode. Or if any of you all have been watching that two-sentence horror stories show on Netflix, that it could have, you know, very well fit into that. And definitely reminded me, of, I like, I really like Grady Hendrix. He's the one that wrote My Best Friend's Exorcism and his book Horror Store, which is like an Ikea horror story. Um, it all kind I of, read something else of his, and I don't remember what. That's a good I think story, like right? A, Southern Vampires, something. Thanks for jumping in, Joe. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But I I did enjoy it. Um, I I ended up liking the moral, sort of the takeaway at the end. There were a couple moments where I thought it was going to go in a direction. um, I think I mentioned over email that I work in the world of eating disorders treatment. And there is a scene where one of the, one of the employees, um, like they're chanting in the background with the Steve Jobs type character, like what do they say? One shape fits all or something. Mm. And well, that's like the promise of the genes is that they like fit to your body. Yeah. I think even that video even said like, whether you're like five pounds underweight or five pounds overweight. (laughs) It says one shape for all. They're like chanting it. And then it squeezes her to death, which I thought, you know, if they were going for an angle on sort of like body image and shape, that was a pretty, pretty fun angle, but that's not the direction it went. It went in the direction of sort of ethical clothing practices and sweatshops and things like that. But I liked that too. Um, it was a lot of fun, really had some parallels to bad hair. I think, uh, Lara had mentioned that on Slack. Yeah. Pretty fun there. Um, well, I mean, a lot, a lot of parallels you're talking about, like, uh, I mean, technically like, let's call it a beauty product, but you know what I mean? Like, some type of apparel slash thing you wear on the outside of your body that they then trace back to its origin made from another country. And there's like a, you know, there's a lot, there's actually a weird amount. And similar slurping of blood. Yes. In both of those movies. Yeah. <laughs> um, nothing, but nothing beats the blood, pants the, slurping in this movie. The gore was fun. I mean, I don't know what the budget was. Y'all can maybe correct me if I'm wrong here, but for what seemed like perhaps a low budget film, the gore and effects were pretty, pretty effective. It definitely wasn't a big budget film. No. <laughs> no. Uh, um, but yeah, I don't think they've, I, I, I couldn't find it. I didn't see it online when I was looking, but. And uh, yeah, I just want to give a lot of love to the Shruti character who is um, just the only character, the only employee in that store with the right attitude about working retail. She was <laughs> a lot of fun. We sold our souls. That was the, uh, the Grady Hendrix book I read. Ah, nice, nice. John. Casey. He read a book, John. <laughs> uh, yeah, this movie... I didn't listen to it, Caitlin. <laughs> <laughs> this movie cracked me up uh, pretty good. Like, I think the saving grace for it is it, the time. It's only 77 minutes or so. And that really plays to its favor. There's been other... This is like a direct descendant of the 2010 movie uh, Rubber, which was about a killer tire. Mm. tire and they were making commentary on, you know, with the environmental stuff and whatnot. And there was another one that uh, 
a TV movie that sci-fi put out called uh, Blood Drive that was killer cars that fed off of human blood. So, And this is obviously a direct descendant of that, the way it's put together. But I think here, when you compare it to some of those others, you take this bonkers idea and they actually gave it a pretty good story to explain out the point they were trying to make. And so you get to balance that between something ridiculous, a pair of killer pants, and that commentary they're making. And I think it turns out to be a nice short story. It could be uh, another good place for the home for this would have been that in Into the Dark on Hulu, that series of monthly movies they do. This would be a good fit for that timing-wise, too. So overall, yeah, I like this movie. And I didn't know what I was in for as far as, like, pair of killer pants but i think they did a really good job of making that killer pants not one note and it's killing they kept it varied it was entertaining john yeah i agree with casey i was i would say i was really positive on this like a i mean we've mentioned the 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 length helps because you know that it's gonna kind of move pretty quick like if they set out a lot of things. There's also a lot of people, like there's a lot of actors in the movie. So you sort of can assume the body count's going to be pretty high and it just delivers on that. Like there are yeah. some goofy ass kills in this movie mm-hmm. and it's probably been a while since we've seen a good, just like ridiculous kills type of thing. I mean, I guess, I don't know. We've seen, there's been some other stuff recently, but um, so yeah, I mean, uh, genre wise, I feel like it knew exactly what it was. And what it wanted to do. And it delivered on that really well. I was totally fine with the socially conscious element of it. Like, So I didn't watch the trailer. I didn't know anything about this other than it was about killer pants. And where it ended up going, I, I it really worked. Um, yeah. I thought the main character, the main actress, was really solid. Like, she's, I'd never seen her in anything. She's French-Canadian. Um no shock. Uh, I thought her and Shruti both, and the you know the poor man's Will Arnett also like they they kind of become the three sort of key characters. Um, but yeah, I mean I thought there were some fun kills. Uh, it's it's breezy and it wraps up and I don't know like the the structure of this thing actually works right like it ha- it makes sense at the end. Um, the movie that I was thinking about and I don't I haven't seen this movie since I was probably fifteen years old. You ever seen The Mangler? Yeah. No. Yeah. Yeah. Robert Englund. Well, I had, the same I had thought, no idea actually. it was a Toby Hooper movie. Yeah. Uh, that's one dumbass movie, just to be clear. <laughs> it's <laughs> like, real. It's real bad. Yeah. <laughs> but it's a very similar type of thing. It's like, you know, some some poor, you know, in that case, like workers' blood gets into a machine. And we can talk about know. it. I don't understand. They made such a point of showing that the, it was the experimental <laughs> field. I don't understand yeah. what how that had anything to do with the plot. If she just if it was like supernatural and she just like fell in, I don't get it. No, I don't think it had. It didn't really have anything to do with the plot. Then I don't why think either. show the sign? Why like focus? I just it just well, kinda... I think it keeps compounding the fact that they you know talk about being ethically sourced and non GMO, yeah. and then she's then like, say these like GMOs, GMO field. Well, I don't know. Like, well, at the end of the day, I mean, <laughs> these pants, even if they hadn't gone crazy, like they're supposed to shrink and like fit to you so there's got to be something going on with that cotton. yeah maybe it's like, a cotton yeah, thing yeah. or something i got you yeah. yeah i this movie's okay i wasn't it's sort of like it's extremely non-offensive like no one is gonna watch this movie and be like no one's gonna have a psycho gorman-esque reaction to this movie is the only way i can put it like it's not really doing anything <laughs> crazy the comedy is very well i think some of it hits it's kind of bland 
I think where it excels is just the goofiness of the pants thing, honestly. Like there's mm-hmm. a lot and there's a lot of different gags. There are my favorite is probably the slacks as like animalistic crawling, like almost animal like. It's also kind of weird when they're walking, but there's no feet. So they're just like clod hopping on like the the like bottoms of the pants. Yeah. And then I think the the other favorite thing is when it kind of animates the whole mannequin. That scene was kind yes. of interesting. Yeah, yeah that's good. that was scary. <laughs> I think I'd rather watch a documentary on how the effects of this movie were made, which there is actually some stuff over like the end credits than like this actual yeah. movie. Cause I didn't, I just didn't think it was super funny. It's just so bland is the only way you put it. Like, which is a weird thing to say about a movie where pants slurp up blood. Um, <laughs> but they just, well, it was, it was something gory. about the that was style. Like the way it was shot was very static in a weird way that I just kind of, but kind of was boring to me. I do think that um, it's it might be kind of worth it to watch it just as like a sideshow. Like, hey, what is what is the Killer Pants movie about? I mean, it was mostly just a curiosity thing for me. I um, the it does have some interesting things, cultural things to say, some interesting things to say about like influencers and just the whole culture around this particular type of cult retail. Um, it's a little weird to contrast the, some of the stuff they're talking about is like pretty heavy. You're talking about like, you know, sort of underpaid labor, child labor, yeah, child labor and yeah. like, yeah. it's, but then the movie's so goofy, it's a weird kind of contrast, I guess. Um, and that, and the SS thing, I don't know, dude, that was like, well, okay. Um, <laughs> I honestly did not really think. Oh, about it's that real close. Like, no, I just, either. yeah, it's, it's pretty, pretty similar, but I don't know. Do you think that has like a meaning in Canada? Like as much as it would like hit home here? <laughs> I don't know. I don't I mean, know. They I, were in the I war too, Joe. I figured it was the SS thing for the simple fact that they could show it, let the pants leveling up when they fill it in with red stitching. I, mean, I love that. Joe, certainly they sent some troops over there. Canada, right? I can only assume. <laughs> they didn't <laughs> sit the war out. I, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I kind of wish um, our buddy Adam was here to kind of tell us. They have books, right? Like Thanks, history Joe. books? Well, you know. They have books. I think so. <laughs> yeah, I mean, anyway, I think this is fine. It's pretty non-offensive. It didn't do much for me, but I but uh, I was very amused by some of the pants stuff, in particular the blood slurping, which is a real A-plus yeah. scene, I thought. Well, yeah. it, that's what it's, I mean, so it's interesting that you called it non-offensive, and I, I understand what you mean, but it I is don't, like, I don't you mean not show a, this to a normie. I do like, not mean in a is... cultural way. I just mean in like a, in a, creative kind of sense i guess so it is certainly i agree with you it's it's like glossier than yes. you would expect mm. from a for yeah. some, yeah. from that something that's this budget and yeah. i think a lot of that has to do i think there there was a choice right she's shooting in this in this store that's lit a certain way i mean it it felt very like real to it felt the like space a gap right? i liked like the visual like motif of just like the different the over like the obsession with the color matching and stuff and the like, ecosystems, I think they call it, like the the vernacular that they're using around, you know, yeah, yeah like around clothing and things like that. That stuff does make a really stark visual palette, which is actually kind of is at its best in that very final scene where there's just blood spewing all over the like clean yeah. white like Apple yeah. Store environment. Yeah. I did like that was a good bit when I, I don't know they were. It's like right in the beginning when they're all putting out all this stuff. It's like. What's going on in your ecosystem? I don't know how you're. Like, you know what scene I thought? Like, I'm in Marigold, like the Marigold section, the Aquamarine yeah. section. It's it's very funny. The Do you know what scene really made me laugh? Honestly, like I th- probably thought it was funniest was the kid who gets his both hands bitten off. 
Because just his acting in that scene was freaking hilarious. Yeah. Like his screams, I don't know, man. And then like he is screaming from the one hand being bitten off and he just has his other arm hanging out there and the thing just bites his other hand off. That's pretty funny. Like, that was and there is a shot of him like looking down He's at like, both hands. Oh, are gone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think well, that that's they- the per- Oh God, sorry, go ahead. No, I, I think I had mentioned an email that they do a decent job. The set for this is basically two warehouse sections, you know, concrete floors, and they do a good job with sort of like stark scenery. And I don't know, it's hard to pull off a movie, especially a full length movie, even though this one's on the shorter side with a, you know, a sort of, I don't want to say amateur cast, but like, you know, newer actors. It doesn't look like many of them have pages that I saw. And they do a really good job of keeping keeping you interested without a whole lot of flash going on besides excellent core. Yeah. Hell, I'd say that the stark scenery and everything and this, how well brightly lit and stuff it is for this type of story. Some of those, you go into a Hollister, you can't see shit. They've got it so dark. And it would have been really easy to hide a whole lot of crap in this movie if they filmed it like a Hollister where it was all dark. But no, it's all neon lit, so it's all super bright. Not much room to hide, so it's, I give them credit. Casey, I'd like to hear more about you shopping at Hollister. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say I shopped there. I said I went in there once. <laughs> Were you overwhelmed by cologne? I don't think I've ever been in a Hollister. I don't think I, I think I got sucked in by somebody I was with wanting to go in to smell because of the smell of the... Cologne. Mm-hmm. Interesting. What is that? Is that like a Banana Republic or something? Yeah. It's like a kid. It's for, you know, like, isn't it a tweeny type store? Huh. We're yeah. out of touch, guys. Yeah, 100%. Dude, I just assumed me, it was bro. another one of those high fashion stores. <laughs> oh, it's in the, you're, it's in the same. Yeah, yeah. it's yes. like an Abercrombie. Oh, I go to one I store. Say, it's called Old yeah. Navy. And sometimes if I'm feeling real richy rich, I'll go to the Gap. And that's about it. Nice. <laughs> I, don't know. I honestly just everything online these days. I don't want to deal with people. Oof, that's um, a bold move, Joe. I will say, um, I found it a little distracting. The like, with the exception of the two characters that you talked about, Caitlin, the rest of the cast was like so over the top, excited to be working there, and like such. I, I mean, I don't know. I'm sure there's people like this out there, but like we've all been in these types of stores, and I've never encountered one person that's like that insane about working at. <laughs> a gap or an H and M or, or wherever. So it was like a little uh, bit distracting until like the murdering starts. I've never worked I think in clothing. If y'all retail, are familiar so. with Lululemon, which is the athletic store, mm. like a la- athletic Am apparel. I? Am I? They, uh, they kind of allude to that with the influencer vlogger at the beginning. She's in like the hashtag yoga section or something. And people that shop at Lululemon are like that or huh. that work there too. Right. No, I mean, there's, it, well, and certainly that Joe, management to take style word of like, this, I think. you know, where you work is like a culture that you're buying into. You wear the clothes when you're there. Yeah. Like I, it felt, I agree. Like Joe, you're, you're not wrong. Like the people were definitely like over the top. Like, I think that was intentional. Yeah. But, oh no. I a hundred percent get it. it was intentional, but it, it was weird to me because the, the two sort of main characters felt very believable. And then the rest of the cast was so like over the top yeah. with these like different personalities. It, I, it, yeah, it was like with, a weird contrast. But with Libby, it made sense too, though, because she was just starting like the next day because she couldn't get her employee discount until after midnight. That was great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I loved. I loved her character as the sort of entry point to the film because yeah. she's she's so naive. She's so yeah, like sort of bought in. She's a, and, the actress is very likable too. The performance. Well, she, yeah. yeah. And but it 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 allows you to kind of go on this ride with her of like discovering you know oh, she's got an aw shucks like naive vibe about her that's fun that's pretty yes. funny. Mm-hmm. 
And it's a good proxy for us as a viewer because we're new, like her. Like, we're getting to know these people as she's getting to know them. I feel new. Yeah, and she's got kind of our same reaction. What the hell is this? But let's see where it goes. (laughs) I love when Craig is like, you think there's a murderer out there? And she's like, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) The delivery of that line is really solid. (laughs) Her not, her going along with him, like, like, hiding, like, there is that moment where you're like, get the fuck out of here. But like, <laughs> yeah. at that point in the movie, you're kind of, all right, but, you know, like, I just saw pants cut a person in half. <laughs> 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 I like when the pants sort of like uh, rear up like a cobra. There were yeah. a couple of animalistic yeah. Uh, yeah. overtones there, and I loved the snake one. That was really cool. I love the animal yeah. stuff. Well, there's, sure. uh, there's also like a scene where like shit really hits the fan, um, and they're almost... <laughs> Not to reference my shirt, but like there's a very Night of the Creeps sort of scene where they're all just kind of piled on like this group of bodies and like they're they're like rats on there or something. Like yeah. it was very yeah. I, I thought the body count was actually a lot higher than I thought it was going to be just based on like how we started. Like yeah, they clear the room and not to like spoil everything, but like they clear the room pretty quickly. Like it was. Oh well, no, it's it's like right from the first five minutes. And there is just like kill, 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 yeah. kill for. And again, I mean, you've got seventy-seven minutes. Like you kind of got to get to the point, but. Yeah. yeah. And even in only seventy-seven minutes, we get a Bollywood number. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I like the dancing. I was. Yeah, I thought so it was fun. hilarious. Yeah, so I liked it too. I actually was really hoping. So towards the end, again, not to spoil anything, but like we get more than one pant in there, and I really was hoping like for some sort of like group pant like dance number, dance line, like yeah, a little can can exactly. action. It was, like more yeah, than I was a little disappointed. How would happen. you sit more than one pant? Is they like do well. They do work together. It's sort of like pants. a wolf pack hunting. They didn't dance, John. <laughs> no, you're right. Yeah. I wanted a full on like Bollywood wedding number, and I didn't get it. It would have raised it up a notch. <laughs> the animation of the pants, Joe, kind of reminded me of uh, the end of Bedknobs and Broomsticks. I thought you'd appreciate that. It had a little bit, yeah. I was actually surprised because it looked very CGI, but then the, the end we do, like during the credits, you do see how they did it. And I was actually really mm-hmm. impressed that. Yeah. I got to watch this. I didn't. It's a bunch, see, I didn't, uh, as a bunch of dudes in like motion? green, full green yeah. screen outfits with like kind of doing a marionette kind of thing with them. Yeah, it's like puppetry. Yeah. It's, it was pretty fun to watch. So then you just. They're take, basically hanging the jeans off the front of their green suits and dancing. Take out, uh, also, the, I'll, right, take out the green Moment dudes. shots, John, if you're familiar with moment shots. Yeah. No, but <laughs> I want to be. What yeah. the hell is that? I don't know. It was like this weird group in the 80s. I remember we actually saw them at The Egg. Um, <laughs> Eric is the only one who gets that reference. But they were like bl- pretty much like blacklight performers. Like the lights would be out. Everything would be blacklight. And then they would like dance around with like weird costumes and stuff. Like a proto blue man group. Yeah. Moment <laughs> shots. I believe they were German. Moment shots. That guy. We'll that sounds just like some awful 80s like Gallagher bullshit is what it sounds like. It definitely was. <laughs> <laughs> Probably oh, paid 80 on. bucks Gallagher for those Gallagher is like a little politically loaded these days, isn't it? You gotta... Yeah. yeah I'm just saying. He? he wasn't oh, yeah. to me, John, when I was seven watching Comedy Central and being like, well, that's kind of cool. Wait, is <laughs> Gallagher know. political? I didn't Are know. you thinking of the MyPillow guy, John? <laughs> no, there's... Not... <laughs> they might hang. I think no, I think he hang. came out. I think he was talking some Trump Trumper horseshit couple months ago fucking gallagher i think so yeah oh he he made some some faux pas for sure yeah Dear god also i don't think him and his brother talk at all joe so that's a concern wow Who, gallagher, gallagher? gallagher too yeah <laughs> yeah are you familiar with gallagher too john that was his brother <laughs> no yeah 
Because he's yeah, also... He's, it was literally part of the touring package. Yeah. Well, no, I think he replaced him for a while. If, well, this is yeah, or like he started his own tour as yeah. Gallagher. I th- and I think yeah. it was Gallagher like a rivalry it. or something. Gallagher cast. There's a lot of Gallagher <laughs> lore, John. You a lot more about Gallagher than <laughs> Yeah. Well, there was. There was, a, like Eric said, there was a period in, I want to say, like the mid-90s where like... It was on Comedy VH1 Central one was day. 75% Gallagher yeah. specials. Yeah. Yes. No, I, yeah, I, I do right. remember that, actually. So. God, VH1 was so lame. Like you could just feel it when you turned it on. It was like, oh, VH1. Huh. but they had the. I love the. You know, 80s no, no. But I'm talking uh, before. This is way before that, though. Okay. This is like when yeah. it was a cultural. It's like leading joke. up to it. Yeah. And yeah, then they got like those reality shows, and I love like, the 20s. It was like any of. It was like any of. Drag Henry Arlen's out to talk about like anything. <laughs> Hal Holbrook. Not Hal Holbrook. What's the other Hal guy? Uh, Hal Sparks. Were, Hal Sparks. Hal Sparks. Yeah. They were yeah. getting Hal Holbrook. <laughs> yeah, he's oh a little old. <laughs> Hal Holbrook could have done I Love the 20s because he was there. <laughs> uh, Charlie Chaplin is a real cut up. 23 Skadoo. <laughs> I don't have anything else to say about Slacks. Did you guys have other Slacks no, moments I don't you know. wanted to call out? The show's like 20 minutes It's a movie long. about was... pants that kill people. Uh, I kept thinking of, I think there was a Doctor Who villain called Strax with two um, two X's, and I kept going there. And then, um, you know, made me think of Slack, where we hang out. So well, let, let me ask, what, because I, I had a similar reaction to Caitlin, like, originally, I think, thought they were kind of going for like a body image thing um which i was kind of interested because i don't think we've seen like a ton of horror movies go that direction but then it did kind of turn into like a corporate you know greed or whatever is bad and then it turned into like a sweatshop are bad type thing. like oh. i think that's what I, was I didn't have a problem with the message or messages i was just a little bit like it felt like we were jumping all over the place so i, I wasn't sure yeah. like at the end of the day like what we were saying here so to me, it was like very like the the key thing was about the fact that they were unethically sourcing and using this child labor. Sure. And then obviously, like what what happens to this woman in India and yada yada. But um, I because like I guess you're right. There may be like there. I guess there's like some commentary about like corporate cultures and stuff. But it's yeah. At the end of yeah. the day, it's like I don't know. Yeah. And then they get into like the influencer thing. Like it just felt like I yeah. couldn't really grasp like. And not that they have to have like one singular message, but it just felt like every 20 minutes we were kind of getting something different. There was no, you're right. Yeah. With the influencer thing. But I didn't think like, were they really being that critical of her as an influencer? I thought that was just more like well, something they, that they go happened. to an extent to show her being like, you know, I'm losing my mood or something. And like, we need to get this now. And like, you know, she's flipping out because she can't be live streaming. Like she has fans waiting for her. Like, I mean, Joe, they, that's how you are about our social media on the well, reg. So I don't know. <laughs> it's like, John, I take my cameos very seriously. But. <laughs> no, no I, yeah, I mean, right. They, there is critiques on, there's critiques of other aspects of the culture, but it really was about like this company pretend, you know, had pretended to be and built its, marketing around the fact that they were ethically sourced and yeah. they you know has h&m had any sort of like scandal like this like i feel like they're right yes. for it. Yeah, yeah. They, they cut up their clothes when they throw them out so that people that need them can't rifle through the dumpsters and Jesus. take them to wear them they cut them into pieces i yeah. can say like 15 years ago i went in there and tried on a pair of pants that are my exact size and i couldn't even get my leg in there <laughs> and i swore them off and i have never gone back that was before they met it's an upsetting st- place stretchy yeah. jeans 
Go to I don't think I've see, ever been in H&M, but maybe I don't know. Listen, see, if you grew I up chubby, a... you have to know that like your spot in these kind of stores is like, oh, I wonder what kind of jewelry is going to fit me at this <laughs> store. <laughs> that was my, I'm like, all right, I get this. This isn't for me. <laughs> Great, what yeah. kind of scrunchies they got here in my size? Not, it's like, oh, they have all this like nice looking stuff and it's like $3. Like, this is great. Oh, I get it. I need to buy three pairs of pants to fit my ass. <laughs> That's yeah, why it's my so head, cheap. My high fashion clothier of choice is JC Penny, big and tall. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it works. Exactly. That's what we're saying. <laughs> but no, I think a lot of the though I do the, it is varied on what their commentary is, but I kind of just it hit me as kind of going after like the fast fashion type stores like H&M and Abercrombie and stuff is what I kind of assume because they throw in their their mixed message on the, you know, global on the good sourcing and all that good stuff and the child labor, which fits into that store. And then you got the guru guy that's running the place that everybody's listening to mindly and stuff. So I, that's the angle I took from it. Yeah, I guess. And I don't know. It, we don't need to belittle this, but I also was kind of in the mindset of like, you know, I'm terrified to walk outside and breathe. Like, I don't know if, I really can give effort into like caring about like them busting on H and M or the gap right now. <laughs> yeah, that's fair too. Uh, but that's, I don't know. I feel like that's I kind a of, lot of, I kind of feel against you. that right now. Right? Yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. That's, that's why I kind of say like, we don't need to go too deep into it, but it was like, all right. Like maybe if this was like a year ago or a year from now, I'd be a little more like, Oh yeah, that's fired that's up. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, because it's a lot of the jokes early on in the movie were definitely ripping on the company as a whole as an entity like an H&M or Abercrombie when they're talking about the fa- how fast the f- their seasons change and telling her that she was expected to be dressed in their clothes before and after, but she had to buy new ones, couldn't have her employee discount, all that good stuff. Hmm. Yeah. Eric, I can tell you're done. We can wrap this up. <laughs> okay, cool. Thanks, dude. I appreciate it. Yeah, we're stretching, man. We're stretching. Right. <laughs> I think we've done a great job. Guys. All right. Come on. Would you recommend this movie, Joe? Uh, yeah, yeah. Caitlin. I always do, yeah. Casey. Yeah. John. Yeah, I'm I'm going to go yes, too. Yeah, sure. Fine. I mean, it's <laughs> nice. It's, it's a little five. over an hour. I think, like. yeah, it's only 77 minutes. It's worth it to see pants slurping up blood. That's kind of a weird thing to By say. It's like you would have break. a chance to get annoyed with it. It's over, totally. so. 100%. Caitlin, wait, are you 100% for on your recommendations at this point? I think everything but Psycho Goreman. Oh, so you you don't always. That's fine. No. I, I tend to fall in the camp of like, yeah, I liked it. That was worth watching. To there most were things images we that moved around on the screen. <laughs> and I it. Very neat. Good job, team. <laughs> okay. Let's take a quick break and do some fan mail. The shape. The face. later he's back halloween 4 the return of michael myers rated r Stars party the feather or driving near you Hey, this is Sasha Jensen from Halloween 4, and you're listening to Bloody Good Horror.
info at bloodygoodhorror.com or on Twitter using hashtag AskPGH. Join Patreon to get back episodes and much more. Patreon.com slash bloodygoodhorror. And we're back. Info at bloodygoodhorror.com is the email address. John, we got time. You wanted to talk about the box office. Uh, I mean, I don't know. That was that was somewhat uh, in jest, but uh, guys, it's a it's blockbuster season. Godzilla versus Kong. It came out. It came out today, didn't it? Yeah, today, yeah, it, was today, yeah. Today was today. We're gonna do it next week for yeah. Morning. That's I it, was Jones. just That's saying. What you got. Well, no, I was saying. <laughs> cool that, theory. Good, cool story, bro. So, uh, what was it? I think it was the Raya and the Last Dragon. Is that what that, the Disney movie? Yeah. I think that did like thirty million dollars at the box office the weekend it opened. Which so is that like means small. You got, John, by you got more to this, or you want? To... No, well, uh, I mean, whatever. Look, Joe, John's do we, do we want to do predictions. You talked about predictions. John's positing that this is like the return of Big's big box no, no. office I, i'm not positing that i am trying to be optimistic and look ahead and say no you're, po- the, you're positive people are going back to the theater i heard you believe at the pre-show you said bigger than titanic yeah you crush avatar in it. Yeah, yeah this generation's avatar was your exact <laughs> words Ser- serious question though with raya the last dragon and disney plus did you have to pay extra outside your subscription like that yes. like they yeah. did before yeah i think they're gonna do that moving forward with like all of the newer releases oh, and then release it. They, Disney. They Wait, you gotta buy it on hbo totals. no not on hbo right no, no not, not on, on hbo, HBO. No, no, no. yeah i saw the disney one um no casey they don't count that toward the box office totals because those are just reported by the theaters um yeah, I don't know. I mean, Eric, you were the one saying I was surprised to hear you say you're like you're ready to you're you're going back. It sounds like you're ready. Once I'm vaxxed up, yeah, and they just well they just released a report that they don't think vaccine people can like carry or spread. So that was pretty exciting. So let's do it. Get me in a movie theater. I'll wear a mask. You, I don't, I don't would you eat though? Because that's a big no. part of my movie going experience. Kayla, what do you like think a I huge can, diet coke? What do you think I can eat in a movie theater? Let's start there. Popcorn? <laughs> no, cannot. Not that's with, not with whatever they're putting on there. Could you get like a Damn hot it, dog Eric. and throw the bun away and just chomp on it kind of? Mm. That is beef, psychotic. Beef jerky. <laughs> yeah, I love a hot dog at the movie. An yeah. icy? You know, what? I usually sneak my own food in and I just eat before I go and then just enjoy yeah. the movie, John. I'm not a big movie eater either. I Besides, they would just I mean, they would just let you take your mask off. So like if I had to eat, I'd just do that. Yeah, you could pretty much plan on. I gotta buy a large popcorn if I'm going to the theater. Oh, I'm not, do you do that every time? Like, because there's weeks. Sometimes in like late summer, early fall, when we're in the theater every week, you do that every week. Not large, but I'd always have popcorn because that's just expensive too. Eric, yeah. don't shame. I'm. It's not about. I'm just. It's like twenty <laughs> bucks a week, bro. We go to the uh, movies sometimes. Like, it's a lot. You get what unlimited refills on those large, though. <laughs> so. Go to town. Yeah, Bring it back I, every I, week. Yeah, I don't know. I always feel sick after. I will I say every once in a while. I do I, nowadays. I don't. That's yeah. part of it. That's I'm, just part of it. I'm actually sick because I'm in a new place and there's. I have this like independent theater down the street, but there's also a huge multiplex like less than five minutes from here. Like I could, I could walk there if it was if I really was feeling crazy. But the uh, there was a Coke freestyle machine at the last place I went to that I would indulge in every once in a while because you could make cool. some fun stuff in there. Eric, uh, this might appeal to you more, but we had one of those in my office as well. Oh God. 
Dude, Your you know office what? sounds like a dream. You know my it go-to is, was? <laughs> diet ginger ale, and then I'd mix in a little Powerade Zero and get real weird with it. It was Ooh. delicious. Oh, interesting. Yeah, just give it a little flavor. Eric's got some Willy Wonka jeans. <laughs> <up in here. laughs> Dude, it was, it was, I always loved it. It was I real good. Oh, yeah, That's Eric for like called the police. Like, yeah, oh, there's a guy on drugs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm last, worried about Eric. <laughs> last 13 years, I've thought you're the blandest person I know, but things have. Uh... That's real freaky for you, huh, Joe? Turn it around. Buck wild. So anyway, I, don't know. I like it. That conversation went nowhere, but I'm glad we had it. Um, <laughs> well, can I just say I watched uh, Godzilla: King of the Monsters this week because I hadn't yeah. seen it. That movie's excellent. It's awesome. Yeah, it's yeah. so much fun. So I'm, I'm very excited about this. And I've convinced the nine-year-old that she's going to watch it. And she's fired up, too. So uh, this is going to be a real bonding experience. Nice. I almost <laughs> might go back and watch Kong Skull Island because mm. they were throwing out stuff in the King of the Monsters about Kong. And I'm like, wait, what the fuck? It's going like, I don't know. They, they, we'll see. I'm very yeah. excited. Though. Yeah. Movie looked good. That's my analysis. I don't know anything about Godzilla, but looks fun. Yeah, they're all like real silly plots that are fun. They get you from scene to scene, and the action scenes in that, yeah, that one you're talking about, John, are bananas. Oh, plots a little all over the place, but but together enough. No, and they like destroy Boston no at the end. It's pretty. It's pretty fun. There's literally they are traveling around the globe. In the span, like, but what I will they, say they go though, to Antarctica in like, but what I, what I will say is that they do this silly plot in a way it's just better. Like that first Godzilla movie there was something like that was remember like Brian Cranston was in it, but he's yeah, not for really like ten in minutes. It. Like the whole pacing of that movie's way off. Like they at least what I loved about King of the Monsters is that shit moves. Like they get their dumb shit in, but then they're on to the next punching scene or whatever. Yeah. yeah. We should I say really, that uh, Andy wrote a uh, introduction to kaiju. Uh, yeah, there's yeah, there's well, a two part thing on the site. Andrew, well, it's funny. Andrew, yeah, sorry. You should yeah. say that because I have an email here from Andy who says uh, stuff to check out. Sophie reviews um, at bloodygoodhorror.com. Andrew, Andrea Risenborough starring thriller Come Here. I think that's about mm-hmm. Mortal Kombat, Joe. It's a Scorpion movie. And the 1980s techno panic feature Broadcast Signal Intrusion. I don't know what any of that means. For folks looking to brush up on their large monster bona, bona fides, John, bona fides, in preparation for Go- Godzilla versus Kong, they can check out Andrew's Beginner's Guide to Kaiju from 2019. Andrew is a huge uh, kaiju fan. Yeah. Somewhat of a, a, a amateur expert, you might he say. He really is. He knows so much about it. The two-parter also. Um, we got one email this week from Caitlin Kissimmee. The um, subject immediately caught my eye, John, because it said, John, you're wrong. So oh. I opened that up too sweet. <laughs> yeah. And she says, uh, the puppet's name in Saw is Billy. Um, the character John is nicknamed Jigsaw. John was wrong. Don't let him bully you, Caitlin Kissimmee. So. The puppet has a name? Yeah, it's <laughs> Billy. Says Caitlin. Uh, well, so. Thank that, that is legit shocking to me. I'm, yeah. I'm going to put that out there. Did you all? I haven't seen the. They, they put out a new trailer for Spiral. No, I haven't watched it either. I haven't watched it either. Um, a new trailer? I, th- I thought it was new. Maybe it was just the. the one <laughs> I one. haven't watched it. We're a horror podcast. <laughs> I, thought, I, uh-uh. I, I just, thought it was the first trailer. I don't know what we're supposed to do with this movie anymore. I don't yeah. know. We'll see. It's, the one that's on Shutter? 
No, 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 no. The uh, it's the new Chris Rock with Chris yeah. Rock. Oh, okay. Sam, okay, Sam okay. Jackson, I think, is in it. Gotcha. Um, yeah. Oh, God, I hope he is John. Apparently, the story with that is that Chris Chris Rock is like apparently a huge horror slash saw fan and went to them with this idea, and they were like, "Yeah, it's cool, dude." No, yeah, he's like know. the executive producer. It can't be as bad as half the ones we made, so go for it. Well, <laughs> there's a guy I worked that with. That makes me feel uh, that touches my heart. Yeah, it's kind of it's like even if it's terrible, like, it's kind Chris, of a interesting way for a horror movie to happen especially like a sequel yeah. of that number it's as good as anything but this guy the guy i worked with ping me was like chris rock like has no business acting in these types of movies like it is that's the thing that's a little risky here yeah i don't know how i'm gonna take him seriously yeah listen well, it's I 2021 was, there's no joe. rules anymore he's real good in cb4 joe <laughs> that is true yeah or uh well he was in new jack city right he was mookie he was he's, all yeah. cracked new out jack city he's yeah. he's in the new season of fargo if i think we might have yes about yeah he's and, very uh, good in that. yeah i thought he was good he's not i mean it's i don't know it's just like a different thing this is yeah. like a horror movie <laughs> like we'll see i feel like if i had chris rock money i would be like yeah I'll pay you and put me in my favorite franchise. Thanks. The weirdest thing about going back to like CB4 era Chris Rock is he has an entirely different mouth of teeth. Like he had (laughs) all of his teeth changed at some point before he Mm. got like really famous. It's distracting. I don't know about that. Pulled a a Uh, Jennifer Aniston and Leprechaun there. Jerry, you're going to make me pull photo evidence here. I mean, I've, I've, I watch the movie weekly. I know, (laughs) I know what we're getting into. You know, I don't. It maybe wasn't appropriate, Joe, for me to know all the words to the CB4 soundtrack at like ten years old. <laughs> <laughs> was it like, and I'm black, y'all, and I'm black, y'all, and I'm black, and I'm black, and I'm black, y'all. Yeah, or like the famous track "Sweat from My Balls." Yeah, like I knew all those words. <laughs> it's so good. It's such a great movie. It's brilliant, especially if you were yeah. very into like early '90s hip hop. Oh like the, yeah, it hits the home. levels that it goes to is is crazy. It's a lot of fun. Uh, should we do some tweets? Yeah, sure. What do we got, Joe? Uh, we are on Twitter. We are at BG Horror. You can send in your question or you know whatever tickles your fancies uh, with uh, the hashtag SBGH, and we'll read it, um, Ron Burgundy style, because I don't read these uh, in advance. Uh, first up from Alex Jones: uh, If Brock Lesnar were a Cenobite, one, what would be his name? Uh, two, what would be his power? And three, would he be the leader or would Pinhead still reign? I feel like Pinhead's always the boss of the Cenobites. Um, I imagine him as like, he doesn't have hands. He just has like blocks and then he does like, like squishing things with them. Squishing. I, <laughs> I don't have a good name because I don't know what any of this. I'm going to be means. honest. I did not hear the question because I was looking at pictures of Chris Rock's team. <laughs> All right, I, I'll, I'll give it to you. There's definitely been some. Uh, okay, let's do it. Hit me. Work there. Yeah. Thank you, thank you, buddy. Hit me with the question. Uh, oh, I, honestly, if it's too I much, just move on. It's fine. Yeah, if Brock Lesnar were a centibite, what would his name be? What would be his power? And would he be the leader, or would oh. it still be Pinhead? I mean, Brock Lesnar, I feel like is just a fine centibite name on its own right or just lesnar brock he's got that big sword tattoo weirdly like penile sword tattoo on his chest maybe maybe that has something to do with his cinema like look i mean speaking of uh, uh, saturday night live do you ever see that old skit i think tom hanks was the host where they 
it's like the Mr. Belvedere obsession like club gets together <laughs> and like they're all just like talking about like I should want to invite Mr. Belvedere over for dinner. I should not want to eat Mr. Belvedere for dinner. And like wow. and they come up with like a different name for Mr. Belvedere so it's That's not like creepy and they really call weird. him Brock Toon. Like that that could be his cinema. Joe, name. weird it's weird random show. story. <laughs> One of my earliest memories is of the show Mr. Belvedere, but like I you know that memories that are so early that they're like just fevered images, like flat, you know, like just flashes yeah. of things. It's real weird. I don't know. It's just I've, like why is this grown man serving? What was, <laughs> what was that guy's <laughs> name? Lynn, Lynn I think was his name or something. I forget. What a weird um, show. Wesley. That was a weird show. <laughs> what a weird fucking show. What? I never really thought Wesley, about it. Wesley, I've ironed your pants. <laughs> your, wait, you mean your slacks? Yeah, I bet Mr. Belvedere would use slacks. Yeah. To- totally. Um, our buddy Skizbot, what household chore is the most satisfying and who agrees it's vacuuming? No, not vacuuming. I really? might be with vacuuming. No. Yeah, I yeah. Really... There is like a very like when you're done vacuuming, like everything just feels so clean. I like to so, put those yeah. like all weather mats in front of the door, and they just like pick up a lot of crap. And there are a few things more satisfying to me than vacuuming that and just seeing it look super clean. I love Skyler, and I'm gonna I'm gonna debate him on this. I don't vacuuming isn't it for me. I really like um, cleaning the baseboards because when they shine. It makes like the whole. I have never done that in my entire life. I didn't even know that was a thing you did. Really? That uh, I'm with you, kid. That's a weekly chore for the nine year old. She uh, puts socks on her hands and goes throughout the house, cleans all the. It makes a huge difference. It's like, oh man, this looks nice. Yep. What? A lot of dust buildup down there, Eric. Oh yeah. Look into it. I was gonna say changing (laughs) the sheets on the bed. Oh, that is nice. Okay, it's a struggle, but it feels good. Uh, so nice. Just dusting. Yeah. I mean, just dusting in general. There's a thing about that that I, you know, just watch. Just. I feel. I like, assume like, mowing the lawn doesn't count because I know that's Joe's favorite. Well, yeah, I was gonna say I don't think that's a household chore, but that I, I, I've been talking about it on Slack all week. Like it is warming up here. <laughs> I can see patches of the grass that are growing too long. I am fucking fired up. Yeah. <laughs> we mowed the. We did. I did not do it, but we did mow the lawn. My my uh, one of my roommates mowed the lawn this week for the first time. So. <laughs> Roommates. All right. Uh, Next up from uh, my best friend, uh, Deus Ex Manatee. Got any good wardrobe malfunction horror stories? Uh, One time I bought a skirt from um, Goodwill. I love a good thrifted item. And I wore it to school when I was teaching. And then at the end of the day, I was going to change to go to the gym, but I couldn't. The zipper had broken and it was stuck on me. So I had to like take scissors from the classroom and cut it off me in the bathroom and change oh. it in my gym clothes. <laughs> oh, I had, um, I had, speaking of pantaloons, I had like, I don't really like, I don't have a lot of dress clothes. The stuff I have, I kind of just wear whatever. I'm not, it's not my jam. But I had pants that I wore to work a lot. So they're like pretty worn in, but they worked like for the, com- you know, this like outfit for the wedding. On the way to go to it and the be- uh, the button just disintegrated and like ripped us. So like had straight up went to this wedding with like a safety pin holding my pants together. Because <laughs> I was not home. I didn't have extra pants, John. I didn't bring backup. Now I bring backup pants. Backup slacks. There you go. Yeah. Back slacks. Uh, I, I don't think I, I have anything. Have- I didn't have any good wardrobe malfunction stories, but when I was in college and marching band, I used to have stress dreams about losing my uniform because we kept them in our rooms. Hmm. 
I think I was in like third grade maybe, and this was like the nineties and I had a pair of white pants and I think I sharded through them once. Like, that was a, <laughs> and I had to like, luckily this happened at home so I could change before I left. <laughs> and I never wore those pants again. Cause I was too embarrassed to put them in the, uh, the wash and my mom to find well, uh, sharded pants. You, you like hid them. Yeah. I'm just, <laughs> just like, well, bury these are them gone. In the yard. <laughs> Joe, you I'm could write a book my, uh... about mortifying childhood experiences. It was not great, you know. <laughs> Joe, I'm I'm doing my period podcast about period horror, and there are a lot of stories similar to that, but but different uh, different cause. Wait, but by... white pants, white pants, always a struggle. I was about to say by period horror, I think you're talking about something different than what we usually think of as period. Yes, pieces. that's right. Different menstrual. <laughs> I'm in. Good. Uh, all right. Next up, Erie, Arizona. What's your go-to shelter and weapon during a zombie apocalypse? Walker zombies, not cardio zombies. I mean, you can't mm-hmm. go wrong with the mall. That's kind of the ultimate. Yeah, it's be yeah. yeah. I always I've always Walmart. I Walmart. Walmart. Yeah, Walmart. Yeah. Yeah, and weapon. I, don't, I mean, I enjoy the baseball bat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not strong enough or tall enough to yeah, wield a baseball same. bat against zombies. Yeah. You're just going straight gun. You need, you need yeah. something that's got range, like a shotgun, like a sawed-off mm. shotgun. But going you're going to run out of bullets. That that's my problem. Like a golf club. This golf is, club would be nice. This is a murder fantasy, Joe. I have as many bullets as I want. If I'm strong, I'd love like a katana. But yeah, there you go. I, I just, I really don't think I could wield one of those if it came down to it. I would just. You got to keep it real sharp. <laughs> you do. Yeah. I don't know if I have any, John. I'm going to be real. Uh, I thought there was more to that. Donnie Davis, uh, what new movies are the hosts excited to see in 2021? Absolutely any of them. I have no idea. Like anything yeah. in a theater. I this Kong and Godzilla one, yes. like I've been looking forward yeah. to for a while. So, oh yeah, yeah. You know, let me tell you about first... how excited I was when I thought it was this week we were doing it, and then I realized, nope, this week was Slacks, and we were doing this next <laughs> week. Yeah. I made a big deal on last Friday telling Colleen, it's like, oh, it's time. It's this weekend. We're watching Godzilla versus Kong. And Dude, we even same. got to the point where we logged yeah. into HBO. And it's like, oh. Same. Not the fault <laughs> of Slacks, but didn't help. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember what's coming out. So yeah, I don't think they yeah. even know. I think they've, I mean, they are starting to like really align on some of the dates, but you know. Uh, all right. Next up, uh, Miss. Chatterer, uh, that's uh, our friend Shauna. Hubby and I are thinking of a brewery road trip to Maine. Do you have any favorites? Um, yeah, I mean, Maine has a ton of great beers. Um, Allagash, I'm a big fan of. Um, Maine uh, Beer Company, they put out some really great stuff. I really like uh, Gritty McDuff's, um, which I think is like a brew pub chain, uh, like a, or, or a handful of them. Um, Oxbow, I think is one, uh, that you can get up there. They're, they're originally from some really great stuff. Shipyard, I think is up there now as well. Um, and if you get all the way up to, uh, Bar Harbor, they have a really, like a, a few great small breweries, but I just love that area in general. Yeah, it's, so it's, it's, I'm only from Indiana, but I believe it's pronounced Bahaba. It's Bahaba. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I love Maine. Like I, I would love to hear about your beer road trip. Um, where was I? Uh, next up from Chris Aleonte, what item of clothing would you continue to wear regardless of whether it is in style? Hoodies. My hoodie. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I'm 43. I don't care about anything anymore. I don't even know what is in style. Yeah. Yeah, me either. either. Well, John, that's not true. This is the thing because you don't know. What what I hear, John, smoke on the street is that like 90s, like Jinkos are coming back. Yeah, skinny jeans are out. Skinny jeans are out. Yeah, this is what I'm saying. No, legit. They're like, they're back as a company and like on the rise, John. There's yeah, yeah there's a, a TikTok I believe trend against um, sort of side parted hair and skinny jeans, sort of like you know the. It's anti millennials, John. This is millennial yeah. hate that we're mm. having to endure. Whatever. I think I will always. I'm wearing one right now, a black V neck T shirt. It's just mm. going to be a go to for me. Solid classic. Are I'm we just still hating go- on millennials? Is that still a thing? No, Joe. Joe, we are. No, all the, the well, young you're ones not. Are you're actually not a millennial, uh, Joe. Sorry, you're. No, I'm not. But you're I, very. I never late. understood the whole millennial. You are very late me. Gen X. The rest of us are like, well, Casey, obviously, Casey. Casey, everybody. Yeah, yeah, I think Casey. I was Gen X. Greatest generation. Schnars <laughs> I and I. Schnars and I are very early millennials, and Caitlin's in there somewhere too. I'm a millennial. Yeah. Mm. I came up in the Church of Pearl Jam. Cool, you did. Right, but you were like what college Pearl Jam time? No, it's like my senior year. I think high school. Yeah. Because what you're forty seven, forty six. Yeah, we're we're only a few years apart. Yeah. Uh, um. All right. Last but not least on Twitter, and then we'll go over to uh, the Insta tweets. Uh, Joshua Isley, will Casey be getting shit faced again anytime soon? Because <laughs> it had me in tears. "Quote unquote biscuits and gravy." <laughs> you know, you know what was funny about it is like I kind of pride myself as no, like I'm so in tune to like if Schnars is having a beer and he's like a little bit tipped, like I can feel it. I feel like I know before Schnars does. I had no idea Casey was like buzzing yeah, like went, that until like, like ten minutes 60. before the show was over. <laughs> but when I went back and listened to it, the second he opened his mouth, the first five minutes, I was like, "Holy shit, he's drunk!" And I had no idea. Like I just didn't even <laughs> notice. Oh, yeah. I didn't notice it really until we got to like tweets and stuff. Like then, I was like all of a sudden, Casey got super slurry, and it was amazing. <laughs> yeah, that was not my best just the, my favorite was just oh, the struggle. Agree to disagree, Casey. <laughs> what I admire is the struggle to say words, and he didn't give up. He's like, "I'm gonna oh, get this ten syllable word out." That's like my biggest phobia when I'm out in public and going to like bars and stuff like that. I start overthinking how I'm enunciating everything and then I end up stuttering like that. You Wheat know, you were stu- like you just were you needed to think about pronouncing because you were slurring real hard. You, oh, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I will tell you this. Jo- I've never seen Joe so happy. Oh, it was <laughs> honestly like top, top five shows. Joe was me. very it was into it. Amazing. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, all right. Instagram. We are on Instagram at Bloody Good Horror. Uh, every Tuesday we post up. You can send in questions and do fun things in the stories. But as always, we've got our friend who refuses to use the uh, the submission form. Uh, she says, just for Joe, for punishment for the dancing finger genitalia shtick. I don't remember that. What What is this? I think it's what you were doing in the vagina. I don't know if that's dancing, but uh, please say the word. Vagina three times <laughs> at normal speed. Vagina with a B. Uh, and then she said, consider this an ad for Patreon. Check out the pre-show, y'all. Uh, <laughs> oh, I did do the vagina thing in front. Vagina? What is vagina a thing? Vagina. It was from a movie. <laughs> no, Wasn't no. it from a movie we did recently? I don't vagina. know. Maybe that was a movie I saw. I don't know. Time. I don't remember any. Yeah. You know, no, I think I think case. I think you and Elizabeth were laughing about it one time. Did it come from a show? A show. Someone called it a vagina yeah, yeah, instead of a vagina. Mm. John, 
vagina. It was me. I, yeah, I didn't know the word. Uh, all right. And then to our more formal questions. <laughs> uh, hang on. Let me pull these up. What is your favorite So Bad It's Good movie? Have you seen Robo Vampire? Mm-hmm. No. Oh, there's a lot of them. It's hard Sleepaway for me to tell. Camp 2. It's mm. real high up there for me. I I think the only real answer is Freddy got fingered. I love it. So uh, to set this up yesterday, one of the real housewives of Salt Lake City was arrested for like fraud or, you know, it big stuff and is like facing like 40 years in jail. So like just shit hit the fan. So uh, yeah, it was amazing. It was, it came out of nowhere. 40 years. Like, <laughs> it was, uh, and my new best friend, uh, horror and Hallmark, uh, sent in a question. Um, I only say her name because I love that it's horror movies and Hallmark, uh, movies that she's into. Uh, Jen Shaw has been arrested for fraud. Better scandal storyline, Shaw or Judice. Uh, speaking of, um, Teresa Judice, who went to jail a few years back. Um, I say this Jen Shaw thing is amazing because, Nobody suspected it. It came out of nowhere, and now it's just like everywhere. Uh, it it was like a little treat in the middle of this uh, pandemic for all of us to enjoy. And Wait, also, is, she's an asshole. Like, is that how you pronounce the name, Judice? Yeah. Uh, Teresa Judice. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was a first name like Judas. Yeah. Uh, although we might be Judice. Sometimes you see Judice. <laughs> Judice. Yeah, it's uh, uh, it's, ga- like it's Gabagool, wicked, I think. So. Uh, next up. New Tomahawk was killer. Uh, Tomahawk is a is a band for those of you who don't know. Do you agree? If not, it doesn't matter. It was. I love you. Um, yeah, the new Tomahawk album is awesome. I don't know if, if any of you listen to them, but give it a go. Um, Mike Patton, the lead singer. Uh, it's a guy from the Melvins. Um, uh, the drummer from Slayer. Just Isn't a, a Melvin like a reverse wedgie. The Melvins, yeah, yeah. Isn't that what a isn't that what a Melvin? Yeah, they was? Me- well, that was um, Bill and Ted too, right? That's what they did to death. They <laughs> Melvin. They gave him Melvin. <laughs> uh, Eric is slap one. happy, right? <laughs> they like Melvin me, like just he says a, that to I think God, right? Uh, when they get up there, just a funny word, dude. Melvin. Yeah. Uh, around the same age, I also was caught stealing a Pearl Jam CD. What album did Joe <laughs> steal? Um, it was 10. It was the first one. It was a cassette tape. Ooh. Yeah. They're coming back, uh, Joe, cassette tapes. You still have that? It's probably collectors. I don't know. Well, I've seen a lot of metal bands like put them out. Uh, a lot as, of like, the uh, bands that make like synthwave music do too. Yeah. yeah. I will not. A lot of um, like black metal bands that like purposely don't want people to hear their music for some reason will only put them out on like a set tape. Uh, Hootie or Blues Traveler? Blues Traveler. Yeah, I would go that too. Yeah, I, I probably yeah. You know what though? I kind of like Hootie too. I'm not going to lie. I'm not too cool. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, Hootie's fine. I don't say I dislike either, but if you're going to suck it in, suck it in with a Rin Tin Tin, Eric. <laughs> I just like it. I guess that's the one blues traveler song I know, but I could I could rip off a, a oh, couple you of know Hootie jams. I mean, I think listen, hard. I think the real answer is bare naked ladies, and we can just go. Oh well, yeah, there. obviously, yeah. That's, Although bare naked ladies, the uh, the blonde guy is not in the band anymore, so you're it's not it's not what it used to be. The blonde guy, the one lead singer dude. Yeah, exactly. Oh wow, yeah. that's a bummer. See, the Horde Festival was like a big part of my early twenties for oh, five or six years. Too, yeah. 
poor tour uh, every year. Although I used to leave during Blues Traveler because I don't they, want to hear anybody fucking jam out on a harmonica jam, for 20 jamming minutes. Jamming for 10 minutes at a time. <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be in the parking lot eating uh, veggie burritos, guys. Uh, did you all enjoy the movie April Fool's Day from 1988? Do you consider it horror given the twist? Dude, I love April Fool's Day. Oh, yeah. I love the ending. It's such an interesting, like... Yeah footnote in horror history just like a weird little anomaly it's a really fun movie it does like yeah. the more i watch it the more i'm like none of this makes any sense how they pulled this off but yeah you can or get like over why. that like there's stuff that takes place where it's just like that the snake uh yes. biting the guy like it's just him why why is this happening exactly yeah. it's not for anyone else's sake you wouldn't actually need to go through i don't know whatever yes but it's fun it's a it's a fun movie and it's got a really yeah. great cast of 80s movie like that dude which is kind of yeah. which is kind of yeah, cool. valley girl or that lady yeah uh how many kids does john actually have surely not 14 3 i think it's closer to 20 right john eh, it's it's somewhere in between 2 and 20 uh <laughs> movie suggestion sputnik on hulu 2020 sci-fi horror i really would like to watch this actually yeah i've heard i, I thought the trailer was really good and i know other people have Nothing, nothing stopping you, big guy. Go for it. Well, I mean, we could do it on the show. Yeah. yeah you, know, you can just watch it on your own. Uh, favorite horror to watch in spring? Midsummer. I mean, the movie Spring, right? I don't it's really have spring horror. What I do is start immediately looking forward. I just start watching my summer stuff. Like, yeah. get, get into yeah. camp slashers and old, like, 80s stuff. Yeah, it's spring is like, there's... Is it's there any spring season. in the northeast? I guess like sucks. camping. Yeah, yeah like camping, like hiking, sleepaway camp. I think I could. You know. I thought about it. It's just the only season. Like, it just is. Bl- this is stupid. I hate it. It's a yeah. Stupid season. What? It's stupid. And I, hate I think it. of. I think of like flowers and blooming. So I'm. I'm still going yeah. midsummer. No, midsummer is a great call. I think. Uh, next up, John. I think this is mostly for you. Is it me or does Jen seem surprisingly likable this season from Real Housewives of New Jersey? <laughs> Jennifer, Jen- no, I disagree. I, I actually replied back to this person and said, "I don't know. You're wrong." Um, but ter- in defense, John, and I'm sure you'll agree, Teresa Judice is like a hundred times worse than usual. So I think it's taking away from Jen Jennifer's mm-hmm. um, assholeness. So you know. Uh, all right. Last but not least, and I love this one because I think it wasn't even meant for us. Any chance of a brain scan or Pet Cemetery 2 design in the future? <laughs> um, <laughs> and then he, he sent back uh, saying that, oh, he thought we were somebody else. <laughs> oh, I love it. I was going to say. <laughs> yeah, I love we, brain scan, though. Dude, that's like, literally, that's a, I'm over here quietly perfect. being like, what What designs do we do? Like, I, <laughs> I, I guess, I mean, our one is is very, you know, the burning. The burning, we have it yeah. That's, my, of, that's still yeah. my favorite. All these years. I just, I'm about who wants a Pet Cemetery 2 shirt? Like, I love ooh, it. and no offense to our listener, but somebody like, who's what? like, I need a shirt. Not our I need listener, somebody though. who's like, I need at least one shirt with Clancy Brown on it. <laughs> and yes. Edward, fair. and Edward Furlong. Mm. Yeah. Oh, wait. Hey, speaking of shirts, I'm going to plug this and uh, embarrass Eric. I got a Hi Fi shirt in the mail, love and it. it's ooh. awesome. I might, I think I might not right now. I sure you do. Uh, go to Spotify, John, and search HY-FY, and you can hear my music. Yeah, I'm already a follower, bro. Love it. Yeah. Yeah. I gotta, you know, I'm not a mom, and uh, sometimes I gotta, like, flex the fake mom muscle and be like, honey, 
<laughs> promote your show. Tell everybody promote about the drawing you made. Waiting. <laughs> Thank uh, you, Caitlin. I appreciate sure, it. I think we're wrapping up here. I should say, there has been an uptick in cameo requests, and I appreciate everyone. If you're looking for an Easter gift for your family and, you know, mm -hmm. this is what you want to see, like, by all means, I'm I'm here for you. Have Mother's Joe Day is coming up. The crucifixion. Oh, to yeah, your child. I, I want yeah. I want Joe to I don't want you to have Joe explain religious things to your kid. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Get in on this. What if I pay you to explain religious things to your kids? My, well, my favorite was actually last week. I got two from the same person because he sent in one just saying like happy birthday to I, I forget the name, unfortunately, but like his wife's name. And I sent like an eight minute video talking about how her husband's terrible and not creative. <laughs> so he sent in another one with like more information. Oh, that's um, funny. Yeah, you got to give Joe sorry. some like, you know, you get in what you put in here. So you get out what you put in. So yeah. I give Joe oh. some material to work with. But he I love it. He doesn't like, need that so much. It's so much fun to do. I'm very, thank you to everyone who sent them in. It's a ton of fun. I love uh, it. That's it for uh, for questions, though. Don't forget you can catch a live stream of the show and get back episodes. Patreon.com slash bloody good horror. Next week, is it Kong versus Godzilla or Godzilla versus I Kong? think Godzilla is first. Interesting. I wonder yeah. how that got worked out. What kind of like uh, Actors Top Guild boy. stuff we dealing with here, <laughs> this, One of them had the better agent. Kong's a real diva is what I hear. But Yeah, I don't even know where to go on seniority with those two. I would bet Kong. Uh, Kong predates first, guys. Right? I mean, at least the films. 30s? I mean, yeah. 30s or something? Anyway, I don't know yeah. these things. I'm just saying words. That's what we're doing next week. You can check it out, too, on HBO Max. Listen along. I uh, hope you enjoyed the show, and we'll talk to you soon. See us. Bye. All right. Goodbye now. Bye-bye.